You're listening to Campus Review Radio. It's education editor at Campus Review, Lauren Smith. Today I spoke with Katie Atchison, the CEO of Youth Action, which is the peak body for young people and youth services. We spoke about a new report that Youth Action, together with Mission Australia and Uniting put out in relation to access and outcomes for disadvantaged young people in the New South Wales vet sector. I began by asking her the specific issues disadvantaged young people face in relation to this. What we found is that extensive upfront fees, there's complex eligibility criteria and confusing course information um, with the availability of the information, but also when it was presented, how it was presented, it wasn't really targeting the right at the right level. Um, but all of those things are really inadequate to support um, students who had disabilities, mental health issues and homelessness and also Aboriginal young people. So there were some really just key simple things that were kind of getting in the way that were stopping these young people to be able to get the skills and training that they really needed to be able to find work. So what we've done is kind of put a report together to kind of outline that, but also to kind of give some advice about how to address those issues. And did you find that a high proportion of individuals experience these barriers? What all young people were saying is that those those barriers were actually um, across the board for most young people, but were particularly important when we're talking about young people from disadvantaged backgrounds because the additional barrier will mean that they won't actually access it. So across Australia, we're finding in states and territories that many young people kind of comment on this, but because of the additional supports required for these particular young people, that it could mean the end or they won't even begin their time in the vocational education and training process. And so we wanted to address those things because these are the groups that the government really is trying to target to get into vet places. And I noticed that the report stated there are some policy issues that can create these issues for young people. Mm. So can you outline those as well as any other reasons for these inadequacies? The government has really tried to um, increase and support vocational education and training across Australia. But So in New South Wales, what we've seen is that the government has created um, targeted scholarships, but the scholarships are really difficult to find out about, first and foremost. And then secondly, um, it's really hard to navigate that system with there's a huge amount of red tape and uh, very complex criteria that you have to pass to be even able to access those scholarships. So these policy implications of, yes, we're going to create more spaces for young people um, from disadvantaged backgrounds and we're going to give scholarships to try to address some of the the costing issues. Um, But unless it's actually open and making it easier for them to get there, then they're actually not as useful. So in New South Wales, for example, only half of those scholarships were taken up. And that's just a policy issue. So we've just got it. We can do little tweaks and changes on those scholarships to make sure that they're actually getting the outcomes that they're desired for. But across the board in other states and territories, very similar things is when we have policy desires for young people to increase young people's access to to further education and training, but if we're making more barriers and it's actually kind of working against us. Did you find out what the consequences of these issues are? Like, is it preventing people from going to TAFE in the first place or is it increasing dropout rates, for instance? Uh, Both of those things. So 
Um, we, are, we know that the number of young people accessing VET is not reaching the targets that the government desired. And we have to ask, I mean, this is going to, uh, to answer some of those questions about why they're not accessing. Because if you can't get through the door in the first place, because you first of all don't know that you could actually access those things. Um, or once you're in, if you don't have the supports that you require, which is what we heard from many young people, is that um, once they started the course, they actually needed additional supports, but many of those supports had been removed. Um, so there were some really great targeted programs that used to exist specifically for Aboriginal students that have been removed. And when we're looking at online courses and things like that, many young people, because of literacy and numeracy concerns, are, are, don't feel as confident to be able to do it on their own. So that face-to-face -face support is necessary, but we've seen a withdrawal of those supports over time. And those things are really pivotal for young people particularly from disadvantaged backgrounds, to stay in those places. Because what we really want to do is see young people not only getting into that, but also completing their courses, because that's the thing that's going to get them the job. The report focused on New South Wales specifically. Mm -hmm. Is this also an issue in other states and territories? Yeah, absolutely. I'm the chair of the peak body for young people and the national peak body. And I've I've heard this from other states and territories as well from their, their youth peak bodies in those states and territories is that there are many barriers for young people in the vocational education and training space. And what we know, it's so important that VET has always played a pivotal role for particularly this group of young people and for regional, rural and regional young people has played a very key significant role in the further skill and um, education opportunities for them because that tends to be more flexible, it's um, often addressing skill development without the high ATAR score or academic achievement so it's been relied on quite heavily by the government, by the community to really kind of fill the gap from tertiary education to get more young people into skilled training and so where we see that young people aren't getting into those things what we do is it makes us concerned because these are the young people we really need particularly to be able to get jobs. We know that currently unemployment is double that for young people than it is for the general population and particularly when we're looking at uh, young people from disadvantaged backgrounds, um, Aboriginal young people, young people with disability, that can be triple or even more for regional areas and so we really need to get the VET system right so we see more of those young people going through getting the skills that they need so that they can get a job at the end. I understand you've developed a series of recommendations uh, apart from the ones you've already mentioned, can you describe them and also what's your next step in addressing this? So we have a number of recommendations and this report really is addressing sort of bigger issues that young people are facing and what we heard from young people and services directly. But the report was written and targeting really the um, New South Wales government because they have specific policies in place at the moment that they're questioning and so we wrote recommendations related to that. But I think the overall recommendations work for every state and territory because it's about some significant barriers that many young people across the states and territories are facing. So we looked at recommending that the government address the financial and affordability barriers that young people are facing because there are really high fees. So reviewing the eligibility criteria for VET-free the scholarships is really important so that we get more young people taking up the scholarships and, and fee-free places that are available 
in the VET system. We also think that that, that scholarship or fee-free places should be expanded because at the moment there's, say, for example, in New South Wales, there's 50,000 places, but that could be increased because there's many more young people that could use that ability to get into the further education and training. I think we should also be improving access as far as the fee-free help system, and that's a bit of a complex one to talk through, but basically TAFE has really high fees that incur more loan costs essentially than even university does. And so we need to look at how we can address those issues and, and make it so that young people can really get into those systems. Also, what we want to do is see access to information and supports increase. So making sure that young people know that the VET places are available. The Department of Education is working with government and with the VET sector to make sure that young people are aware of what's available to them and have individualised conversations and support. So that could be done through career guidance in schools, it could be done through a specific program, but basically what we're saying to the government is that they really need to look at how that information gets to the young people so that they know what's available because at the moment they really don't. We also think that we need to look at how that is provided in the states and territories that that there is some really good face-to-face -face teaching and personalised supports, particularly for young people from disadvantaged backgrounds because we know that that's an additional barrier that they have to face, that studying on their own, for example, online just doesn't always work if there's not that face-to-face -face support. So looking at ways that we can make sure that those young people have that face-to-face -face support and teaching is really important. And also I think it's really important to monitor what's out there, who's providing vocational education and training, are they doing it right and are there are they trying to address the barriers for this particular cohort? Because in the end, realistically, what we need to see is more young people in Australia getting jobs and having the skills that they need to get the right jobs. And for me, I think what I'm really concerned about is that there's forecast of 990,000 jobs in Australia in the next three years, and more than 90% of those jobs um, that are being created will will require qualifications more than a secondary education. So it's concerning that we, we're going to have a whole bunch of jobs that young people could possibly fill, but if they don't have further education and training, that, that they won't, these jobs won't be available to young people. And um, it's so important for us to really address the high-rising unemployment in the youth population, and particularly from this cohort. And when that plays a significant role, we need to re reduce those barriers so that young people can actually get in and get those jobs. Do you think the government will be receptive to this report? Yeah, look, I think um, in New South Wales anyway, I think there's been a really strong interest from the government, from the Deputy Premier to the um, Department of Industry and Skills and the Department of Education are all very interested and have been keen to have conversations with us. I think what's going to be interesting is the conversation that needs to happen in Australia about vocational education and training as a whole and what we'd like to see is that uh, each political party really make a commitment that they're going to strengthen the VET system and also additionally look at the barriers that young people from disadvantaged backgrounds are facing and, and work to create policies that reduce them, not increase them like we've currently seen. I think VET is really the second chance not only is it an opportunity for young people to get training to get jobs, but it's also a second chance for the early school leavers as well. And so it is such a pivotal part of what Australia relies on to educate and upskill young people. And if we don't put the sort of supports in place and address the barriers now, I'm concerned that our youth unemployment rate is just going to skyrocket.